What a beautiful morning, everybody. At least here in Wisconsin. Even though there's snow on the ground, it's still very beautiful. Um, today's gonna be a busy day, but today, I really didn't think about what I wanna talk about necessarily. Um, I think, I'll start out by this. I just started yesterday, I, I opened it up a little bit, and today I was listening to it while I was in the gym. But this book called, uh, it's called NLP, uh, The Basics or something like that. It's, it's Neuro Linguistic Programming. And it's very incredible, uh, the things you can do. And it, it seems pretty simple. I mean, obviously there's a lot of science behind it. But overall, it seems fairly easy to understand. And I highly recommend checking it out for anybody. It's, I'll, I'm going to do a recap on it once I finish. Uh, today or tomorrow, I'll probably end up working on the recap for my for getting things done. Uh, those book notes. But uh, what do I want to talk about today? Let's see. You are going to be. You will be as successful as you desire to be. And I'm partially stealing this from what I've already heard in my, in this book and in other books that I've already read. But most of your beliefs in yourself, most of your decisions, your personality traits, and um, just generalized beliefs are formed by the time you're right around five. Most of them are formed before then. So if that's what happens, how in the world can you expect the five-year-old version of you to be as equipped to take on the world as you are? Especially if you had, you know, a really bad childhood or something. And you just associated a lot of really, um, I don't know, just a lot of things, negative things, with certain actions when in reality they're not that bad or in reality you need to change that in order to overcome it so the point of this book is to go back and figure out what you have associated and, and just decide to make it how you want it to be because you can change it all so there's a couple exercises he did one exercise as an example when I was listening to it I thought it was very interesting and he said remember some kind of event or time when you were super, you felt very accomplished and successful. And then imagine a large circle on the floor in front of you that has a certain color and it's large enough for you to step inside of kind of like a hula hoop. And then imagine maybe it has a certain kind of sound to it. And then he said, once you've thought of that past success, you step into it and then just try to like put yourself in that moment. Then he, he says step out of it. Then imagine a future event that you want that same attitude for and then step into it. So he gave an example of say you're about to go out and speak in front of thousands of people and they're introducing you. So when you, when you are getting introduced, you're imagining being in that situation and you step into that circle once you go up on stage 
or you know in your mind you set plan an hour so that it associates that that feeling with the future event so that every time you speak from now on you will always be in that mindset of success and really being able to portray your thoughts and I thought that was fascinating especially he says it works I'm assuming it does I, I don't think that this would be a really a best-selling book if it didn't um, but I think that's interesting. Um, so, another thing uh, that's interesting is I have this idea. Sorry, it's not, it might not be interesting to you, but it's interesting to me. This idea that I want to get some feedback on, and that is what would it be like if kids almost never went to school. Not saying they wouldn't be in public school. There could still be a, a standardized school system. I'm not entirely opposed to that. But they wouldn't go to school. Now, my thought is, what if they all just were at the comfort of their home and you know did a Zoom call or Skype call into all of their classes? Well, I know there's a lot of kids who do this in uh, RVA. Real Virtual Academy, for those who don't know what that is. And then, obviously, the argument always is that they want, the parents want their kids to have other interaction with other with other kids. And part of the argument is also that they, both parents work, so they don't want to, they don't have the time or ability to, to watch the kids during the day. So, I see, I can, I can see both those arguments. I do think it's important for kids to have other interaction with children, their age, <coughs> but I also think it's important to teach them how to interact with people of all ages. So what if most of their, they spent most of their time doing their online, you know, Zoom call classes. They, that would, so there, there's a couple parts to this. I think it would benefit them because if the parents did that they'd have the parents would be able to teach their kids the like the way they think they want them to be raised because that's the primary responsibility of kids right obviously catholics believe that that is it's the primary responsibility of the parents not the school systems to teach the kids so they would be able to communicate their beliefs to them and they would also be the parents would have to make sure that they they get their kids involved with other activities right so those activities with other kids could be sports, they could be art fairs, I mean, it could be a lot of different things in order to get them in uh, being able to react with that. But it would also do a couple of things. It would potentially slow down the hyper-concentration of um, dissatisfaction with life and feelings of uh, no self-worth, low self-worth, because what I've experienced f from talking to a number of kids who are in public school and, and homeschooled, but m I mean, obviously there's more kids who are public schooled, so it's, it's hard to, it's hard to compare, but a lot of these kids, they have really bad situations that they've grown up in and they then c get closer with all of the other kids that are like that in the school and then they just sit there in this constant feedback loop, making their problems worse and worse and worse because they keep talking about them. That's all they focus on. 
They never focus on anything positive because that's all that's all the time they have to do. And when they go home, they just go on their phones and, and continue that conversation with their other like-minded friends. So I think that this could potentially slow down that issue and maybe lessen it to a degree because they would have more experience um, with their family. Obviously, if their family is a really bad situation, it's difficult. But if there was some kind of um, standardized method that could be like, you know, given to the parents as an idea, like, okay, is this typically based on all of the research we have? Because I think that one of my major issues with the schooling system is that we have so much research that proves a lot of the things that they're doing are not beneficial to kids, but they don't, they don't follow those, uh, this modern research that, that shows all this. So if there was some kind of nice plan constructed in this idea that there was given to the, to the parents as kind of a, uh, a textbook or, or a, a guideline on what kind of events to have their kids involved in, etc., then their kids would get all this other time doing positive things and positive reinforcement rather than just keeping this negative uh, feedback loop going. So I think that could be a huge factor of it. I also think that, I mean, imagine how much um, how much federal or well not necessarily federal but just how much tax money would be saved if we didn't have to have huge physical locations for schools we wouldn't have to keep maintaining them we wouldn't have to build them we wouldn't have to have school buses to transport them um, that money could go that school bus money specifically could go back into having better public transportation obviously this is a little bit more difficult for rural areas but I still think it could be done. Um, and then instead of having all of these, so many individual schools, you could reallocate those, um, those funds to just build out the technical colleges more or have a few centralized locations for any type of in-person class like science and, all the, and, and biology and all those things that you actually have to do and, and shop, I mean, for example, all of these things you do in person. Uh, I'm not doubting that that's a possibility, but I think most, most, I obviously I wasn't public school, so it's hard to say, but I would argue that from, from what I understand, 90, so 80 to 90% of what kids learn can all be learned just via a, a video call and, and textbooks and different ways of teaching them, right? Interactive ways of teaching them. I don't, I also, not, nothing against teachers, but I think that overall, with all the research we have, we could create much better coursework that would be in the form of some kind of uh, a game or a program that they use that is consistently good. Obviously, not every person is the same and not every person learns the same, but we have the technology and the resources and the, and the research to, to create the main categories of people. There's lots of different people, but a lot of them learn in you know, a few different ways. So have, have each of those different categories teaching the same thing, but different ways to each person. Then there'd be evaluations to kind of help figure out who they are and how they learn. Then use that work, and it would be more consistently teaching these kids what uh, teachers might do inconsistently at times, right? Maybe they have a bad day and, and they, they're just not teaching as well. They don't answer the questions, blah, blah, blah. There's so many things and obviously humans have huge um it's there's huge benefits to having humans involved in things because only humans can understand emotion 
etc. But there are certain things that machine and machine learning can do better than humans because they can do it consistently. And they cannot let their emotions get in the way of, of their methods. So I would love to hear you guys' feedback on this. Um, I want to kind of build up this idea and maybe write a post on it at some point uh, following the advice of David Perel on getting an idea, getting some feedback on it, and then creating it into a post. So thanks so much for listening, guys, and we'll see you next time. God bless.